Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. I want to be sure and invite you to visit our uh, website at active-faith.org and email me with any spiritual warfare questions, stevehemphill1 at me.com. Last time we talked about singing Mimi to heaven. Today I want to closely look at uh, and pray the verses that are on the stakes built into the plastic, the original 16 verses. Uh, first one is Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, I added this one when we actually had the opportunity to, to make them embossed on the stakes with the guy who had paid for the mold, um, because I felt like we should put in there that we have the authority as part of God's family. He owns the earth. He's the deed holder. The earth belongs to him. And uh, as children of God adopted into the family, we have the right to claim land for him. Many people fear putting out God markers uh, on public properties in their community and often call me and ask about it. But first of all, as a taxpayer, I think you have a vested interest in an active part in your community, school, courthouse, jail, etc. cetera. Uh, also, God made earth. He owns it. Uh, God's family, which is us, is qualified and authorized to expand his kingdom authority here on earth. We're not taking the land away from anyone. We're expanding his authority here on earth, including placing his word strategically in our communities, even including the staking of the evil influences in our communities, like mediums, palm readers, strip joints, beer joints, etc. So I would pray that verse like this. Lord, I acknowledge you as Lord and creator of all things. As creator, you are also the owner, the deed holder, the authority over all the lands of earth. And as an adopted child into your family, thank you. I thank you and praise you for giving me the ability to pronounce your authority over any and all plots of land on planet earth in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. The second verse is 2 Samuel 22, 3. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield the power that saves me, and my place of safety. So here we learn God is our protection, our shield, our powerful Savior, our place of safety, and our refuge from violence. Lord, thank you for being my rock of protection from all enemies. Thank you for being my shield of safety through all my troubles. Thank you for being my refuge, my safe place from violence. I praise you and thank you for caring and for seeing me through. In Jesus' name. The next verse on them is Ezra 8, 21-22. I gave orders for all of us to fast and humble ourselves before our God. We prayed that he would give us a safe journey and protect us, our children, and our goods as we traveled. God's hand of protection is on all who worship him, but his fierce anger rages against those who abandon him. So, so God provides safe travel. He protects his worshipers. Lord, help me to always humble myself before you. Don't let me arrogantly rely on my own wisdom or my own knowledge. Your ways are above my ways, and I'm not smart enough to do life without your input. Forgive me in the past for all the times I've tried to wing it without you. From this day forward, I acknowledge my dependence on your wisdom and insight and I invite your participation in every decision I make in Jesus' name. Job 1.10, 
you have always put a wall of protection around him, Job, and his home and his property. You've made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. So here we learn God can provide a wall of protection around a person, a house, a property. He brings prosperity and success. Lord, help me to be more like Job. You put a wall of protection around him, his family, and his property, and you were also the source of his prosperity. I pray for that same hedge of protection for my family and my property. Help me to use my life, my resources, my talents, and my position to lead others closer to you and bring you glory. Use me, like you did Job, as a source of great encouragement to those in my sphere of influence. In Jesus' name. Job 11, verse 18 is the next verse on the stakes. Having hope will give you courage. You'll be protected and rest in safety. So hope in God brings courage and confidence that you'll be protected and rest in safety. Lord, please fill me with that hope. Please don't let my past failures prevent me from hoping for a better future. Remind me that hope causes me to face my problems with greater courage, more confidence, and faith in your ability to protect and deliver me. Fill me also with faith that can overcome my fears, giving me the feeling of freedom in Christ that brings peace in my heart. You are my hope. Help me hope more. In Jesus' name. The next verse is uh, Psalm 7, verse 1. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. So prayer is the avenue to get God's protection, salvation, and rescue from all dangers. Lord, you're the source of my protection. You deliver, you rescue, and you shield me. You save me from those who are trying to persecute and attack me. Without your help, Lord, I am doomed. Help me through today, and I'll call on your name again tomorrow. Without you, Lord, they will tear me to pieces. I don't stand a chance. Deliver me again, and I'll praise your name and tell others of your greatness. My only hope is you, in Jesus' name. Also in Psalm chapter 7, we have verse 10. God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. So here we see God is a shield for the righteous. Lord, I praise you as my impenetrable shield of protection, my deliverer, my hope for the future. I know you save all whose hearts are true and right, Lord, and I want to be one of those chosen for your divine protection. In Jesus' name. Proverbs 30, verse 5, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all who come to him for protection. So the word of God is a shield. Seek him for protection, and you will not be disappointed. Lord, please forgive me for doubting you. Forgive me for listening to the world or some misguided preacher who reads your word and then assures me that it doesn't mean what it says. Remind me, Lord, that they will be exposed as a liar and that your word is truth. Help me never to add things to your holy word. Thank you for being my shield of protection in the heat of my daily battles. In Jesus' name. Isaiah 33, 21, the Lord will be our mighty one. He will be like a wide river of protection that no enemy can cross, that no enemy ship can sail upon. With God, you are safe from all enemies. Lord, you're a mighty rushing river of protection that keeps me safe from all my enemies. You're my refuge, my deliverer, my hope for the future. You're my king, my hope, my deliverer. You will judge the nations 
based on your perfect law and immeasurable understanding. You alone can claim victory, and I praise you for your eternal plans. May I serve you faithfully until the day Jesus returns. Your will be done in Jesus' name. Now we have Jeremiah 1.8. Don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you, and I will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. So fear not. God accompanies and protects his people. Lord, sometimes my fears overcome me. They make me feel like there's no way out of the mess I'm in. Forgive me for letting those fears cripple me, depress me, and doubt the truth of your promises to see me through whatever I must face. Let me hear your voice and know it's you, Lord. Let me feel your closeness. Help me overcome my fears with confidence in your provision and protection. In Jesus' name. Uh, now we have Matthew 26, 53. Don't you realize that I could ask my father for thousands of angels to protect us and he would send them instantly? One of the arrows in God's quiver, so to speak, are angels, which he can send to protect you at a moment's notice. He's the commander of all the angel armies. It says it repeatedly in the Old Testament. Lord, sometimes I consider pulling out a physical weapon to solve a spiritual problem. Forgive me. Remind me that my true enemies aren't flesh and blood. They're unseen demonic beings focused on making sure I end up in hell. Give me the grace to show love to other people in spite of an attack and respond with kindness rather than anger. Use me and every situation to your glory. Don't let me respond with evil for evil people and evil situations, since this might burn a bridge that they will need to escape on later in Jesus' name. Mark 6, verse 20, for Herod respected John, and knowing he was a good and holy man, he protected him. So goodness can even bring protection from other people, other human beings. Lord, this world is so complicated and full of evil people with evil intent, but I know that you can even use a bad person to protect a good one. I praise you for knowing what I need and always providing for my protection, even from unlikely sources. I yield to your plan for my protection and just simply ask with trusting faith for you to deliver me however you choose to do so. In Jesus' name. Luke 4 verse 10 also mentions he will order his angels to protect and guard you. So God sends angels to protect. Lord, I praise you as commander in chief of all the angel armies. I praise you for your power and thank you for your willingness to use it against our unseen enemies. Bless them in their work for you, these angels, and remind me that you have me covered in the unseen realm, sometimes with these special agents who work on your behalf. In Jesus' name. John 17, verse 12. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by the name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. So this is Jesus talking to the Father. I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. When you became a Christian, you got a new name, a name change, an addition, actually, and it's Christian. I'm no longer just Steve Hemphill. I'm Steve Hemphill Christian. I had a name change. It was added to my name. We'll talk later about this in a discussion of covenants over the next few weeks, uh, but let's just pray about it right now. Lord, I know you're now at the right hand of your Father. Thank you for coming to this world and showing us the Father's love, for dying for our sins, and for demonstrating unity with the Father, even uh, while you were separated from him. 
Thank you for this great example you've set and for the opportunity to be part of your family. Protect me by your power, Lord. Help me to be unified with my brothers and sisters in service to you, even though we might not agree 100% on every aspect of life or scripture here. In Jesus' name. 1 Peter 1, verse 5. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So here we see that your faith and God's ability to protect you by his power fuels the protection you need until you go to live with him. Lord, thank you for protecting me by your great power. Remind me, Lord, that this happens when I believe in you and your promise of protection. I look forward to the day I can see you face to face and thank you in person. But until then, help me to live by faith, honor your holy name, and promote your kingdom agenda in Jesus' name. Nehemiah 4, verse 9. We prayed to our God and guarded the city day and night to protect ourselves. So pray and work, then watch what God does. Lord, I pray to you and no one else. You're my God, my king, my master, and you are able to help me against my enemies as I watch for their attacks. Don't let them catch me unprepared, Lord, and don't let me be confused by their strategies. Defeat them in their plans, Lord, and throw them into their own confusion, the confusion they have planned for me. Your word is truth, Lord, and you're able to save me from the troubles they're trying to dump on me. I'm counting on your protection and my relationship with you to see me through. In Jesus' name. So in light of today's episode about the verses from the original stakes, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to place these verses around you in one way or another. You can read them out loud, pray them to God, put them in your pocket. We have red and white spiritual warfare cards available in our online store, but you can just write them on paper, put the stakes around your property, put them on your mirror at home, in the corners of your hospital room, hotel, under your bed, etc. Hide them around your friends and loved ones. It's the act of faith and the power of the word of God that makes a difference. They're not magic verses, just as the Jewish mezuzah was not a magic box, but they, in, they were instructed by God to put it up and they did it. It was just a symbol of their connection to him. Prayer plus action is all through the Bible. Practice it. We're going to talk more about those 53 plus weapons in future episodes. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation for activefaith.org, active-faith.org to keep going, you can go to the website and, and do that. Thank you for your help in that regard. See you next time on Battle Plan when we'll be reviewing the uh, no-suicide stake verses that come available on a, on a sticker, or you can just write them on paper too. So God's Word is still powerful. He's still on the throne. Keep praying because prayer works. God loves you, and I love you. Have a great day.